the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rebecca, it's hour two at 6.05. Still in the 80s outside. Good looking weekend if you are a motorcycle lover. And uh, part of my day today was spending time with the two oldest grandsons. Uh, Grandson number four was born about... Nine days, I forget the date now, but about nine days, I think, before we we had to postpone the services for my wife because we were waiting for grandson number four to be born. His name is Henry, and he is so adorable, growing like a weed. First granddaughter is coming in October, and uh, her name is Micah. And uh, real quick story, and we'll get back to the phones. I know everyone's been very patient, and I'm grateful for that. The um, After Tana passed on June 3rd, one day before her 58th birthday, uh, the, the very next Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, my daughter went in for an ultrasound. And fortunately, Tana had really been pushing. You know, we've got to have more babies till we get a girl. And my daughter was like, doesn't work that way, Mom. And uh, But before... Tana uh, left us. She knew that grandson number four was close and granddaughter number one was on the way. And she was very, very excited about that. So my daughter, just three days or so after her mom has died, goes in for an ultrasound. And I kid you not, I this picture is, I, did we display it at the funeral? I don't remember. But it literally, this this is not figurative you don't have to scratch your head and look at the ink blots and figure out that there's a a spider over there and a unicorn up there the little girl is literally flipping off the camera like she has her middle finger up and out at that camera and it's hilarious we talked earlier with the was it joe i think who called in i'm so bad with names if i don't write them down my apologies but um, the signs that you get, the the wind, the 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 messages, the the subtle reminders that all of a sudden, you know, or weird things that happen that all of a sudden make perfect sense if you put them in context of God or Tana, you know, sending us a message. And literally, uh, it, it was just it was just so cool because that was Tana's attitude, you know, mess with me, mess with my kids, mess with my hubby, and uh, you know, bring it on. So that was that was really a lot of fun. Um, all right, let's see. Who's been waiting the longest? It looks like Alexa, line one. Alexa, welcome to the show. Hello. Good evening, Randy. Hi there. By the way, Alexa, as always, no, you know, death, eight weeks of absence, doesn't matter. Always the first to text any show that I do here. <laughs> so thank you, Alexa. And I, I try. Yeah, you do. Um. So my mom, as uh, we talked, my, my mother-in-law ended up passing away two weeks ago. And like you and your wife, she and her husband had an incredible relationship, um, very affectionate. 
And the moment that we learned of her passing, I literally could picture her walking up in heaven and um, my father-in-law waiting for her and he's calling and said to her, Kitten, I've been waiting a long time. So glad you are here. And I can picture after your story about uh, your wife's friend's daughter passing, I am sure that uh, she is up there taking care of everything um, and doing it very well. And it's one of the things that people don't get if you're not a Christian is as sad as we are at the passing of someone. Um, there is such joy in knowing they are with God. They no longer are in pain. And um, instead of getting to be in person with your granddaughter, she is going to be watching over her 24-7 the rest of your granddaughter's life. So that's one of the pictures, um, you know, that that takes away some of the pain of losing someone. But I, I'd also like your listeners to know just what an incredible marriage you, the two of you had. Um, you just celebrated 23 years. And I still remember when um, your wife posted the picture where she had written in lipstick on your bathroom mirror. <laughs> um, you just were so affectionate. And, you know, that's the hope. Um, we all have our individual roles in this world. And when my mother-in-law passed away, kids were like, what, what do we do? I said, be like her. Be like your wife. A life well lived. She had a wonderful life because of you. And her children have had a wonderful life because of the two of you. And that is just such a true blessing, Randy. Well, it, it is a sustaining um, peace to know that, um, you know, our family is so close. These kids are such great parents. I mean, they're just extraordinary, patient, um, firm when necessary, great at redirecting. Um, you you were at our service. You, you we talked about all the I love yous. We probably said I love you a hundred thousand times just because, and that hasn't that didn't change when the kids moved away, and they've carried that on with their family. And that that is all Tana. She brought so much out in me to to for sharing emotions better, and uh, not always trying to just keep a you know a poker face and bully through whatever. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. And I appreciate you recognizing that and sharing it as well, Alexa. Thank you very much. And it was good to see you. Great talking to you. And um, you take all the time you need and you do whatever you want for your shows. Um, <laughs> yes. We're here for you. You are awesome. We love you very much. And thank you for all you have done for us. Well, thank so, you. Yeah, it means the world. Have fun tonight. Yeah, that's that is going to be fun. Um, are you? Do, I don't know where you live. Are you close enough? Any chance you might pop into to go to tavern? I will support Jimmy. See. Um, right. I am actually picking my husband up. He's been basically gone for three months, taking care of his mom. So, uh -huh. um, so I am picking him up. At airport Boy, tonight. we we all have so, a, we yeah. all have our burdens and our um, our aging or sick sick or dying folks, don't we? It's just amazing. Yep. I guess that's, if uh, I can talk him into it, we will be there. Okay. Well, don't push it. If he's just getting back in town, you know, it's. I'm sure he's very tired. But um, thank you, Alexa. I do appreciate it. God bless. Take care.
All right, Alexa's line is the only open line we've got. It's 303-696-1971, 696-1971. Rose just texted in. I get messages from John all the time. Glad I'm not the only one. I feel his angel wings about me. David writes about the chain of life, and he he knew my aunt who died today, just a little while ago, I guess. Um, but in her nineties, and she, you know what? This is funny. This is how I want to be. I don't know that I want to be in my nineties and in her condition. Although she's still red and conversed and got passionate and felt love and all of that. I don't know how good or how bad the overall quality of her life was. But when I went to see her just a few weeks ago, um, and she was so, you know, gracious and loving with regard to my recent, you know, almost immediate loss of Tana. She'd lost her husband, my uncle, just a few years before. Again, people in their 80s and 90s, so you kind of expect it. But she told me flat out, um, I, I'm ready. I want to get out of here. I am tired of being in this body. And I'm just biding my time. And she wasn't she wasn't angry about it. She wasn't forlorn about it. She wasn't, you know, maudlin or like a martyr or please feel sorry for me. She was just matter of fact. She says, I'm done. And when my Uncle Glenn died, um, he told her the same thing when they were rolling him out of the house. And he had been through so many surgeries and had a skin-eating bacteria, flesh-eating bacteria after he was flown to the Mayo Clinic for some kind of major successful um, surgery that continued to extend his life. But he picked up this flesh-eating bacteria, was in agony. I, I just It was so hard to spend time with him knowing how much agony he was in. And he was flat out. He told her, I don't want to come back. And she seemed okay with it. She was, of course, desperate. They were married for 60 years, I think. So she was desperately alone, but she, but she, they were comfortable about their decisions. My dad, the reason we was we got him in the emergency room and up into a private room is because I was standing in my driveway getting ready to go do something, and he called and said, "I don't like the way I feel anymore." And he was battling bone cancer. And if you're a long-term listener, you know I drove him. You know we made that last trip, ten thousand mile trip to New York to visit with his only remaining younger brother of eight brothers and sisters. Uh, he since died, my Uncle Jack. In fact, with Aunt Nancy gone today, I've got no more aunts and uncles, no parents, no grandparents. And that's, you know, I'll be 64. So that's the way it goes, right? But he was ready. And he said, and I literally went in and told Tana, I'm driving to Pittsburgh. And I drove straight through, just threw a few days worth of stuff in there. And then was it the next day within two days uh, it was clear to me that he knew what he was doing knew what he wanted did not feel good anymore did not want to continue the way he did and so we got that sort of that process started and um, yeah I think that's a different thing when people are ready for it obviously and uh, or or wanting it not not I'm suicidal but hey if something if my time comes I'm ready to go and I want to read something to you, then we'll get to some more calls. And also, what Alexa and I were talking about, hey, you know, can you come over? Are you close enough? Where do you live? Can you come to Parker? Is Jimmy Sangenberger's, Jimmy Jr.'s band, uh, Jimmy Jr. and the, what do they call them? Jimmy Jr. and the what? It doesn't say that on here. 
It's just, oh, the Jimmy Jr. Blues Band. I can't read the colors. Jimmy Jr. Blues Band tonight, starting at 7.30 at Dakota Tavern, 12365 Pine Bluffs Way in Parker. I'm going to ride over there after the show because the worst part of, well, most of the time, the worst part of every one of my days is just that initial drive home and walking into the house. And then, you know, I'm comfortable, great memories there. It's my home. I love it still and on and on. But uh, I'm going to go listen to some blues and maybe have a drink while I'm out. And if you can join us, that would be terrific. Let's go support Jimmy. All right. This um, was a card that we gave out at Tana's service and visitation and all of that. And um, had her picture on, uh, well, there were a couple of versions of it, but one of them had her beautiful picture of her on one side. And on the other, it had a letter from heaven. And I just, I just love this so much. And then we'll talk to Susan. A letter from heaven. I'm writing this from heaven where I dwell with God above. Where there's no more tears or sadness, there's just eternal love. When you are walking down the street and you've got me on your mind, I'm walking in your footsteps only half a step behind. And when you feel that gentle breeze or the wind upon your face... That's me giving you a great big hug or just a soft embrace. And when it's time for you to go from that body to be free, remember you're not going, you are coming here to me. And I, when I found that poem, it's off the author's unknown, but when I found it, I sent it to the kids and said I would like this to be on Tana's program or read or something, and they, they loved it too. And I've got a bunch of these cards, by the way. If you weren't at the service and you'd like to have this beautiful poem. It's laminated, nice picture of my wife. Maybe that's weird. I don't know. But anyway, I've got some. I don't need a stack of them. (laughs) Just text me or call me. We'll make sure you get something if you would like to have it. All right, let's get back to the phones. 303-696-1971. We'll start with Susan in Denver. Thank you for your patience, ma'am. I do appreciate it. Oh, I'm ready. My heart goes out for you. And the way I heard about your wife was I was on my way to the 2023 Lincoln Day dinner, and you were supposed to be there, and Jimmy Sangenberger put it on with Thomas Banker, who wrote the book, The Fall of the FBI. And I was on my way, turned the radio on to listen to you, and they said you would not be on there. So I walked into the doors to listen to Tom Baker. Anyway, I am the person who went to Katie Hopkins and Elizabeth Worth, Wolf, The Truth is No Defense, and I gave you a motorcycle jacket to give to Peter Boyles because my cousin had passed. Do you remember uh, that? I remember, I remember exactly, and I remember the day I handed, yeah. handed that jacket to Peter as well. Okay, yeah. and I want you to know six months later, my cousin had his memorial service and everybody and my family were down looking for my veteran son who had dived off the cliff in Colorado Springs to suicide Lee Cole. Oh, God. And I met Billy's. I wrote a book. It's published. But the good news is, believe this or not, my neighbor is a new council city for District Number 7. And she is so against the safe sites being started. Her name's Floor for Denver. 
I live right next door to her. Well, she's obviously thinking right because those things are ridiculously she dangerous. Is. No, 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 no. I thought you said um, that they I, weren't that she was in, not in favor of them. She is in oh, favor. Oh, good lord! I'm sorry. And she and I meet each other up in the morning about six thirty in the morning. She's doing her yard work. I'm doing my yard work six thirty in the morning. And I said, "How was your first day sworn in?" And she said, "It's going to be tough, Susie Q." <laughs> wow. But I'll tell you what, Randy, God has a plan for us all. And I I just want you to know, it never gets better. And I hate it when people tell me it's going to get better because I've lost too many people I love, and it never gets better. You just got to get stronger. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, you know, different versions of that, and... I've got my own experiences, you know, with the law. I, heck, you know, we grieved the loss of pets, especially when we're young. And uh, and then my brother 40-plus years ago and parents and, and all of that. Um, I, I have to believe that it gets better. Uh, I, I think over the last seven weeks, I've even noticed times where um, I'm feeling more normal um, and not constantly falling back into what if or why or what should I could I have done differently that day or whatever you know so I, I'm not going to agree that it won't get better um, I'm going to make it get better I think that's in my power to do and I, I that's what I would encourage people you to believe have a as well. good good attitude there it I guess what I'm just saying there is so many times you want to talk to the people who you knew years ago who knew you and then all of a sudden, hello, they're not here. And you're like Kenny Rogers sings a song, you never can make old friends again. Hmm. Your old friends know what you went through. Sure. New friends and um, another great song, if you could just um, put up, I go down to Fort Logan and I always play the song Goodbye from Kenny Rogers at my son's grave and I just sing it to him all the time. Goodbye. I love you. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to end this way. Yeah. But Randy, we've got to move on and we've got a future and I want you to know I've not sent anything to you because I know you've been overwhelmed but um, I've gone to your meetings occasionally but I've recently retired, so things have changed for me, too. Yeah. Well, Susan, I'm so sorry for the loss of your son, and no, it's just so tragic. No, yeah, yeah, went, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You through it, too. Well, that, but, do, that doesn't you know, mean I don't understand. Susan, just, just accept, accept my love and accept my Thank compassion you. for your experience, because that's okay, too. And I really do appreciate you calling and, and reminding me because, yeah, I remember that day perfectly. Like, why is this lady giving me a coat for boils? He can come get it himself. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. Well, we're, he wasn't there. I know. <laughs> we're way late on our break, but God bless you. Bye-bye You take good care. All right. Susan's line is open, 303-696-1971. And we do need to take that break, so you sit tight. We'll return here on 710 KNUS. That's Faith Hill. Yes, that Faith Hill, wife of Tim McGraw, star of Yellowstone, which I did get into. I know they're waiting on the last half of 
the final season to come out and uh, or to release it or whatever. Um, and I've heard people just just condemn it, and I I don't get it. I I think it's well done, but uh, that song is pretty special to me when it says wherever you are, that's or wherever you. Okay, wherever you are, that's where I'll be. Um, yeah. So uh, thanks very much for uh, Blake for working hard to flip the bumper music around. Uh, just was not in the mood for Led Zeppelin tonight. And so it's really, really cool. Man, the text messages on the Text to Studio app continue to fly in. I'm grateful for that. If you don't have the 710 KNUS app, you should download it because it makes it super easy to listen to our station anywhere you have an internet connection and a much clearer signal if you're you know too far away or whatever it's just static free but you can text the studio you just push a button and text the studio or go to 710knus.com find wake up with randy corporan there's a text to studio button you can push right there on your laptop as well and um, it's just fun to hear from people randy i would love a copy of that beautiful poem Somebody shared their address with me, so I'll, I'll definitely get that out. I, I just love that. I just It's so beautiful. Any of us who've lost someone important can just get such comfort from something like that. And if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, um, this part in this poem where it says, and when you feel that gentle breeze or the wind upon your face, that's giving that's me giving you a great big hug or just a soft embrace. I don't know if Tana was familiar with this poem, but that that theme, that comforting, especially when we were apart, since I did travel a fair amount, um, those words came out of her mouth often with our kids and with, uh, with her to me. And so it's just very significant in that way. David writes, what amazes me is that God is clear. The saved will be instantly in the presence of the Lord. Johnny, who called in earlier, uh, says this, whenever I'm with someone that's in the family or close to me, and he's blind, remember, so his his senses work differently than yours or mine. Uh, my experience with blind folks, and think about Helen Keller, um, blind and deaf, uh, the, the other senses seem to magnify, and you become more aware of things in different ways since you can't see. Johnny said, I always feel like their presence before they go on to whatever the next life is to be with Jesus. And if I'm a fighter, well, I guess I can't quite make that one out, Johnny. But that first part makes an awful lot of sense to me. And, uh, man, on my phone, the texts are just coming in. Horseback riders, one of the um, one of the most popular pictures at the visitation for Tana. And, man, if that's not hard. I, My brother... My first real experience, dramatic experience with an open coffin, and I'd seen my grandparents, you know, buried and an aunt or or uncle or two. But when my brother died in 1982, he was in Chicago. I was in Denver. I went back. uh, My girlfriend and I went back. And my brother was adopted, high energy, super great singer and actor, just so talented. And he was big. He was 6'3", 180, 190, big dude, always going. And when I walked into that funeral home, um, I walked into the room where the coffin, the open coffin was laid out, and it jolted me. I literally had to turn around 
and go back out and compose myself because of that great stillness. So you can imagine what it was like when they prepared Tana for her open coffin and having to bring her children in there to see that. We did not have the grandchildren exposed to that at any time, funeral or prior to. But, man, Olinger's Mortuary did such a beautiful job with everything, Uh, the way they treated us, supported us, and even the way they, you know, put Tana together for our last opportunity to see her. But anyway, um, walking into that room, they had set up, we brought all kinds of mementos and pictures and cool things to show all aspects of Tana's life. And one of the most popular things that people commented on was this black, that wasn't black and white. It was a color picture of her young Tana bareback on this massive horse reared up, reared up on his hind legs. And uh, that was just incredible. So Carol writes, Randy, welcome back on the radio of Mr. Voice. Sorry about your wonderful wife, Tana. I read the obituary. I really relate to her equestrian life with horses. I was also riding horses for over 50 years, had five in my lifetime, rode English Western and in Western Airs from 1963 to 1968. The only thing I didn't do, as Tana did, was ride bareback, allergic to horses. Can you imagine? This wonderful woman is allergic to horses and loves them so much that she rides them for 50 years. She describes some of the horses. Beautiful. Keep Tana close to your heart. I lost my mom five years ago. She is still with me in my heart, too. Man, so many people relate, relate to these losses and relate to these, I don't know, these ideas, kind of these coping mechanisms and these coping skills. And I'll repeat this again, uh, and then we're going to go to the phones. Uh, because I, I want people to come. Come, let's go support Jimmy and come say hello if you're in the area or not too far away. The to go to tavern. Jimmy kicks off Jimmy, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Jr. I can't, I know his dad, know his dad well as well. I mean, he's a Jimmy. That's why it's Jimmy Jr. The Jimmy Jr. Blues Band at to go to tavern tonight, 12365 Pine Bluffs Way, Parker. I don't like going home at the end of the day, so um, I'm going to go kick it for a little while and uh, make sure Jimmy's performing up to snuff because, as I said earlier, I gave him his first job. So I've got high expectations for that young man. But um, I hope you can join us. That would be fun to see some 710 family over there. Would really mean a lot. Okay, let's see who we've got. Uh, Looks like Holly's been waiting the longest. Holly in Aurora, thank you so much for your patience and welcome to the show. Oh, Randy, it's so good to hear you. And you sound really good. You're Thank doing really well. Thank you. Um, you sound you sound like yourself, so you're fine. Good. And don't apologize anymore. Okay. Okay. Promise me, no more apologies. We like well, we're just very happy to have you on the air, and you're doing just fine. May I say one thing, but, Holly? Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm very sorry for apologizing so much. <laughs> You're so ornery. You are so ornery. No wonder she loved you so much. <laughs> but um, I know she did. And just I'm so glad to hear that you know that her memories and your memories together, all of you guys' memories will will sustain you. That'll really bring you through. And, and she can live in your memories. So... Just let her do those things. But um, the thing that I called about, too, was I, I 
felt like the Lord just reminded me of something he brought to me this morning that I'm thinking might be something you might like to bring up at um, the next Tea Party meeting or one of the Tea Party meetings when you go that seemed to be um, something that I thought the Lord was kind of showing me. This is part of the reason why, um, you know, and I'm not being critical of Peter. Okay, please just hear me. Um, but this is some of the reason why a lot of our um, Republican friends and stuff just keep calling it conspiracy theories and different things like that. I'm, I felt like this morning that the Lord said, Holly, it's like right now the Republican Party is sitting in their separate little um, um, stockpots of water and they're being a frog. And we're getting boiled and boiled and boiled, and we all know what happens to a frog when it gets boiled like that. But that's what I think that's where that conspiracy thing comes in. You're just like, no, I got up this morning, everything was fine. I went to work, everything was fine. And so we just think nothing is happening to our country. But by the time we realize that we're in a boiling pot of water, it's too late to do anything about it. So you might just bring that up and just say, remember that, that we all know that that's what happens. Um, and that's how you cook a frog, <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so because I feel like our government is gone and we're not going to get it back until we fight to get it back. I don't mean with guns and, and what have you, but um, I mean, we're going to have to put in the effort. And uh, Charlie Cook, since you, I'm so glad you got to go um, to um, this last one that he was doing um, in Florida. But um he was saying that he thinks that this has been coming since Woodrow Wilson was our president. That's almost 100 years ago. And so we have just not been paying attention. We just haven't. And so you and Tanya were right about, you know, naming the, the program and everything else the way that you've done. But you have done so much for us, and I'm so grateful that you're letting us do something now for you because you've just been, you have helped us so much and um, been, a, been a place where we could talk and um, share our opinions and our thoughts. And um, I know that Tanya is watching you. I know that she's desiring for you to just continue to let her in your life. Because, you know, one of the things that you have to think about, too, Randy, she no longer is controlled by gravity. Now that she's not having to concern herself with her body, she's no longer controlled by gravity. She's no longer, um, what was the other thing I was thinking? Um, oh, I can't remember. I but, hate when that happens. But she can always be right there with you at any time that you need her to. So let the memories come, even if they make you break down. Let the memories come because she's right there and she wants, oh, and, and she cares still about her family, of course. So let her be a part of it by being able to be there for all of you because she can. She can do that. 
now that she does it. Oh, I know. That's what it was. She's not controlled by time. She uh-huh. can do anything. Yeah. She can do anything now. So you just let her, when she comes in strong into your heart, you just let her, because she's going to also tell you about Jesus in a way that you have not really been able to really let him in. Now she knows what he is. Now she knows. And so just let her the memories come. Since you're the patriarch of your family, Randy, yeah. everything you take the lead on, your family, you will release them and let them also follow your lead. And that is the greatest thing you can do for your family right now, is God, to just let them have her back. God, you know, God bless that you is all. so neat, though, what you were saying about the, about the, um, the sonogram and stuff that is so yeah, funny as right. a great picture that, we we the, you I know we were that. we were in the earliest stages of this overwhelming unexpected grief and it just cracked yeah. us up uh, that's tana through and through holly thank you so much yeah. and god bless you I love you very much oh, take care we'll talk to you later mm, all bye-bye. right Holly's line is open, 303-696-1971, 696-1971. We do need to take a break. Frank will be first out of the gate when we return here on 710-KNUS. Just amazing what some of these songs can do to, especially a broken heart. And Al hit it out of the park with his text to my cell phone. Let's keep pouring in as well. Um, that it... it it brings you sorrow, but it also brings you hope. And uh, so it's been fun to approach that and kind of factor that in. I I didn't know how this show would go. I've still got a lot of politics on my mind, and we still got a third hour to do. Um, but so far, this has felt right, and it has really been a benefit for me. Um, I feel... I felt so much love over the last seven weeks and support and prayers just coming from all corners of my life. Um, It's been terrific. And then tonight, just I couldn't have asked for more from your support and uh, just some of the things I've learned and some of the experiences that we've shared in this conversation tonight. So thank you. Before we pull up Frank, um, Blake, I got to ask you, man. I I've been in here now what for an hour? What is it? Six uh, six fifty. So I've been here almost two hours now. I ran in last minute like usual, um, and I this is the first time I've looked around, and I see this bulletin board up here, and it says no more topless pictures. What the heck's been going on around here while I've been gone? <laughs> Well, there was one topless picture of Leroy and Stephen Tubbs. Oh, good God. That one. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was actually the screensaver on that TV behind you for a little while. Yeah, I'm glad that thing's turned off. Oh, they took it down. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, because especially if they're doing Rumble or YouTube on the shows, you don't want that garbage. Or, uh, I'm sure it's all in good fun. <laughs> you don't want that going by. It was burning some eyes. I guess I've never seen, you know, Stephen's man, bud. Um, I can imagine... Um, I can imagine Leroy's though. They're 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 close. They're chumming up. That's funny. Yeah, they're awesome. And uh, thanks to so many people from Seven Ten who showed up. It just and and even those who didn't, you know, couldn't come to the funeral. Uh, Peter Boyles came to the visitation. That was uh, that was big, considering some of the things that have gone on over the last couple of years. Uh, and I really did appreciate it. 
significant, meaningful, and real. Um, and then folks who couldn't come but reached out in so many different ways. It It is what you need when you're in the middle of it, when you're in the deepest, darkest piece of it. And I've learned an awful lot about supporting other people from my own experience, for sure. And, you know, people come with helpful advice, and it may be applicable to them, and it, or it may annoy you because, no, I don't want to do that, or I don't feel like it. Or as I said at Tana's funeral on, when I was giving my last tribute to her, I, I don't want to be feel happy that she's in heaven. I'm mad. I'm mad as hell at God, at the medical profession, at uh, just the world in general for this so outrageous ripping of um, her presence from these grandchildren, uh, maybe one who will actually remember her clearly. Uh, it's just outrageous. And I, uh, it's funny, you know, I've kind of stepped into that role in a couple ways. For instance, with my no longer youngest grandson, because we now have a five, six-week-old. Um, Tana used to take him. He's two and a half now. used to take him to Winchell's. And so he's had nobody to take him to Winchell's. And, and by the way, on the phones, be patient. I'm coming to you, I promise. So I thought, well, gosh, I like Winchell's. <laughs> I like donuts. I like him. He seems to like me. Maybe I can step in and do that. So yesterday morning, uh, before work or anything, I went over and, and picked him up. Again, two and a half, talking, just babbling along. He's really smart. And we're in the car, and he told me that Coco, Tana was Coco. That's what the grandkids called her. It's what she wanted to be called, loved being called. Um. And he said, he told me, Coco is in heaven, so she can't take me to Winchell's anymore. And I said, no, that's right, Arthur, but uh, but I can take you, and we're still going to have fun, and she can watch over us from heaven. And he seemed very satisfied with that, very satisfied with that. And that's another thing you learn. You know, you got to go to people where they are if they're really young or, or going through something in their own lives or they had a different experience with a loss of their own. Man, there's just so much to pull out of this horrible, horrible period, this horrible, horrible tragedy. Uh, but I do believe in learning and I do believe in passing it on. Okay, Frank has been so patient. Frank in Denver, thank you for waiting and welcome to the show. Randy, thank you so much for sharing this sad part of your life. Uh, I just want to give you my condolences. I'm sorry for cracking up, but I, I know how much you cared about him. And when you lose somebody like that, it's an owl in your life that you can't really replace. Uh, somehow, though, in the future, it will it will uh, happen that things will come in and I think you'll go on to be a stronger person uh, I don't know how right now uh, you don't know how but she'll always be there for you to love and we're all thinking about you are you so I, I so appreciate you sharing this part of your life with your 710 family and, well Frank uh, Frank I, I just can't tell you how much your call means to me because it's just so real, you know. Um, I've had so many moments where just unexpectedly out of the blue, 
you know, you get overwhelmed and, and I'm, I'm not a good crier. So sometimes it's frustrating because I want to get it out. I want to feel it, you know, get it out of my system. Um, and, and then sometimes, especially like if I'm alone with her at the gravesite or something, that's, that's a place where I can really feel free. Do you have a, a big loss in your life, Frank, that so you, know, that you just tap parents, into? Fortunately, and that's, that's it. But yeah. I, I'm kind of like you. I'm a, quote, macho man. And I remember you telling that story about that guy that confronted you that time and you had to pull your pistol and put one in the dirt. <laughs> That's kind of the guy I think of you as. That you're strong and tough, but when it comes down to it and when it has to uh, go to the mattresses, you're you're capable of handling it. And that's sort of how I see you and how you handle this political stuff in a slow, steady fashion with truth and using the justice system that the truth will out because I think that's really the only hope for this country. And it's so sad to see part of our country not face reality and just deal in this dream world. And you help to bring us back to that real world. And I know right now it's tough to go home at night when she's not there, so I applaud you going to these other venues, but just be careful in your driving. But slowly over time, the right decision will come to what to do, whether you stay in your home or whether you move or do something else. But uh, I know you have a lot of memories, but you're a deep thinker and you will come through this. God's on your side, and we're all thinking about you and praying for you. Well, Frank, much love to your to you for your honesty and for sharing your your true heart. You just it, it just means so very much to folks who are going through what you know me and my family are going through now. So, God bless you, sir, and thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I, I just love that. I, I'm I'm sorry he even felt like he needed to apologize for breaking down because this is this stuff doesn't break you down um you know what nothing does there you've got no heart at that point and uh so i i'm very very appreciative of a call like that frank's line is open 303-696-1970 and when we've only got a couple minutes till the top of this hour let's look at the oh my god Alexa just sent me the picture of Stefan Tubbs and Leroy Doffenbaugh upper body nude. And it is not a pleasant sight. This is not this is not healthy. These men should not be touching upper body skin like that. There's a crazed look and stuff. You guys must have had fun with this. You guys. Thanks for sending that in, Alexa. Oh, my goodness. That's great. That is so great. I, I need to call Stefan because he's been reaching out. Um, hi, Randy. May his peace be with you. Much love to you and your family. That's Jim. Hey, my brother. Ah, there's the great American. Hey, my brother. Do you think Tana would have liked that new song by Jason Aldean or Alden? Whatever it is. Try that in a small town. Oh, you bet she would. Ha, ha, ha. Much love, Eric. <laughs> of course. Ah, keep them coming, baby. We've got a whole nother hour of the show. Quick reminder, in case you're tuning in, I'm heading over to Dakota Tavern, 
12365 Pine Bluffs Way in Parker, just as soon as this show is over and we get the podcast up, to support my buddy Jimmy Sangenberger and the Jimmy Jr. Blues Band, who are on stage, I would guess, right now. And at, No, no, they come on at 7.30, so I'd love to see you over there. But we got another hour to go. I hope you'll stay right there with us on 710 KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.